Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. You know, there's an argument to be made that October is the greatest sports month on the calendar. Now, if you are a huge basketball fan, maybe you would argue for March, April, maybe basketball and golf, but you don't have any football in the mix at that point. You've got college football in the middle of the season. You got the NFL in the first, what, third of its season. You got Major League Baseball playoffs. And oh, by the way, we have reached the point of the year in college football where we are about to be at a game every single night. It's Tuesday, and we've got a Fun Belt football coming your way tonight. On a Tuesday night! And before you know it, we'll be in the action where we've got games on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays and Saturdays. It's an every-day-of-the-week kind of thing, and it sure is a fun time of the year. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming with you at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. Thanks for being with us, Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. The uh, football game I was thinking about or mentioning, referencing for tonight, Appalachian State at Louisiana. So you got uh, App State and the Raging Cajuns in Lafayette tonight at 6.30 on ESPN2. And you got Major League Baseball going on right now with the Houston Astros trying to close out the Chicago White Sox. And you got the Braves in Milwaukee getting started with uh, an opportunity for the Braves to advance to the National League Championship Series starting at 4.15. And then tonight at 7 minutes after 8 o'clock, San Francisco with an opportunity to close out the Los Angeles Dodgers and get to the NLCS and have a meeting with the Braves to get to the World Series this is awesome. We're coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Boys, what's up? I'm very tired. Staying Stay up, up late with the, uh, the Dodgers and the Giants last night? With the Giants and the Dodgers last night, yes, I did. And, uh, you know, I'm too old for this kind of uh, baseball. I, I need the Giants to just go ahead and put things away early. A one nothing game all the way through and... Uh, I'm too old for that. I'm not, I just don't. Ha- I don't have it anymore. I need. I need. Great, I need more. Though. I need a little easier. Oh, it's fantastic! But you're just sitting there, just like this is the most nerve-wracking thing imaginable. So, but they won. How, so at least I have that. How does watching Giants baseball in a one-nothing game in a playoff setting compare for you in watching a tight? Mississippi State football game where the stakes are high. The thing for postseason baseball is just different. You know, I feel like every out is is almost a full game. Every pitch feels like an inning. 
You know, you're just like, oh my gosh, just get him out, just get him out. Especially when 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 your your team's in the field, it's it's just it's just it's just so uh, taxing to to watch emotionally. Whereas yeah, I, mean the football, from, I mean, like fandom standpoint, you obviously I'm getting to that. a I'm lifelong that. fan of Mississippi State, and you've been I'm a, a, a Giants fan for a long time. You son of a... Uh, call me a Dodger fan. Uh, with a stake, with a football game, it, until you get into the fourth quarter, you know, it, it can be back and forth, and you're just sort of in the game. But once you get into the fourth quarter is when the nerves really will start up, for me anyway. So it's just different in that I am locked in and over overly emotional from the first pitch of a playoff baseball game that the Giants are involved in, or if it, you know, if anything. For example, when Mississippi State played in the College World Series and won the national championship, from the first pitch you're just locked in, and and it's it's just different than in a football game. Now, if State was playing in a championship football game, you know, I'd have to go back to I don't remember what I was feeling in '98, but. That's that's the only thing I can I can I can compare it to. What is the worst? Worst isn't the best word. The most stressful sport to watch with everything on the line. So when it is as important of a game as it could be, what is the most stressful sport to watch? My vote is either basketball or soccer. Soccer, basketball, but to me the answer it would be uh, hockey. Oh those yeah, are, those are sudden death. That is <sighs> literally if they give up a, a goal, the game is over. When you get into overtime, see for me, it can't be soccer or hockey. Like I like soccer. Well, I'm saying if that's I, if you're I, into I'm those ignorant. sports, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm ignorant when it comes to hockey. I, I, I just yeah, I, mean, I will occasionally watch, but it's, I think I don't really right, like, I right, have right. to learn soccer to be able to broadcast it. And I have an appreciation for the game and what they're trying to do and the strategy behind it, but there's so few goals. For, for me, I, th- hmm. I think it's baseball because of the whole pitch-by-pitch thing mm-hmm. and and all of the different elements that can come into play on every single pitch for both the nine guys that are on the field and the one guy that it's the plate and the strategy and all that goes into that and the fact that it's just it's slow i mean yeah. we we joke about baseball being slow sometimes but because it's slow it's like that raises the tension and you got a one nothing game like last night pitch. a one nothing game i mean every every at bat is the tying run i mean that that Borky, wears on you you know yeah you know borky i will say though and the stakes, I mean, other than the fact that it was, you know, you were trying to avoid going 0-2 and losing two straight SEC games. So the stakes weren't like you're trying to get to the SEC championship game or you're trying to win in a playoff game. I was exhausted on Saturday at the end of that old Miss game. And I think part of the exhaustion was it didn't really matter if you scored, you were going to have to score again, and the only thing you were waiting on was for all the seconds to tick off and who was going to... You know, we joke sometimes about whoever has the ball last is going to win. And that was almost the case on Saturday as well. I, well, I, if, I you, if you let the ball hit the turf, then you know, it, it wouldn't have mattered. Just 
you know, you're not helping. Let, let that <laughs> ball on. drop next time. Come on, man. Let the um, poor man breathe. You're not helping. Yeah. Well, you know, drop the ball. But now, I honestly, so a football game like that's a good one. But still, there are there are lulls in the action, even in a high quality football game. There's a run up the middle. Well, Saturday not a great example because runs up the middle. Uh, went for a bunch of yards almost exclusively, but there are lulls in football games. Remove soccer. I think hockey's the answer because it is constantly, every second of a hockey game, if the puck is on the ice, somebody is on goal. Every second, either your opponent is about to shoot or you are about to shoot the entire game. The game is just so fast and Every play is basically on goal with how fast it moves. Where, where football and basketball just takes it further to go up and down the court and you're scoring you know, every other now, possession. But in hockey, you have like a 2-2 game in the third period and every second that is played in the third period, the puck is on goal and that goal could decide the game for the entire time. And so that is my vote. Most stressful sporting event to watch with stakes on the line, it's hockey. A, a college football game that goes into overtime can have those kind of stakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once they, once it gets into you're in the red zone, and I haven't have we had a game this year go into that third overtime where they're just converting two pointers? I don't think that's happened yet. C- certainly not one of of critical importance. Right, but I mean, you think back, and Richard, obviously, you would know to that Ole Miss Arkansas uh, 2001 game. Oof. Or LSU A&M a couple years ago. I mean, that's high, high drama. Where I mean, every possession is like that. I like what Chase is saying here. Chase and Columbus on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Time to unlimit your data with $45 unlimited, only from prepaid by C Spire. Get unlimited on C Spire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with auto pay. No credit checks, no hidden fees. Learn more at cspire.com slash prepaid. He says, I think the critical mass moment is shorter. But inside the red zone, with the game on the line, fourth quarter or overtime just has a different feel. And he points to the SEC championship game from half a dozen or so years ago, Aaron Murray, Georgia, Alabama. He points to the Florida State-Auburn national title game, those moments. The, The thing about football is it's a slow build. Right, you you got to go through a long game to get to one of those moments. We saw it last night in Monday Night Football. A great comeback from the Baltimore Ravens to get back into that game, but it's not like it was pressure-packed for the entire comeback, for the entire fourth quarter. It was Baltimore trying to climb their way back into it, and then, oh, we finally get there, and then we get to overtime. So, you may be on to something with the uh, the hockey thought. Chase does say ninth inning of a baseball game, the pre-pitch anxiety, uh, and then time stops for one second during the pitch, then you catch your breath and do it all over again every yeah. single pitch. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, just getting started. Monday Night Football was not the biggest story in the NFL last night. John Gruden was. We'll talk about that next.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. In Hines County, some slowdowns 49 northbound just south of Natchez Trace. Elsewhere, no other major problems so far this afternoon looking pretty good. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. Voted Best Credit Union by Mississippi Business Journal. Go see them today for your auto and home loan needs as well as free checking and fast, easy mobile banking at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawlspace Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawlspace Solutions of Mississippi. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated, located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Calloway's has everything you need from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw to trees shrubs, soils, and mulches. Callaway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots. All sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's offers landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calvin Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. Mississippi's health care system has experienced many challenges during the COVID pandemic, like the critical shortage of paramedics statewide. Here's Clyde DeChamp, EMS board representative to the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance. All of us at the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance recognize the impact that paramedics have in the early stabilization of medical emergencies. There's an urgent need for paramedics statewide and community colleges throughout Mississippi offer excellent paramedic training programs. If you want to be in a profession that offers the immediate satisfaction of helping people in critical situations, I urge you to consider becoming a paramedic. It's a dynamic, highly valued job, and as a paramedic, you could join the ranks of Mississippi's healthcare heroes, making a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more. Super Talk Mississippi. Let's use Jeff's text message as a jumping off point into the conversation about John Gruden. Jeff says, the cancel culture defeated John Gruden. And I responded to Jeff via text message, I hear where you're coming from, but I disagree in this instance. So if you have missed the story, here it is. On Friday of last week, 
Reports suffer, uh, surfaced that 10 or 11 years ago, John Gruden, the now coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, had written an email that had derogatory, racially insensitive, and inflammatory language in the way that he referred to Damari Smith, who was the or is the executive director of the NFL Players Association. That came out on Friday. John Gruden apologized, said that it was a uh, the phrasing that he used was normal phrasing as to how he talked about people who had loose lips and just talked and talked and talked, and that there was never a racial blade to it. And the Raiders allowed John Gruden to coach on Sunday, and nothing happened. And then we get a story last night, right around kickoff of Monday Night Football, maybe just after, maybe it was just before kickoff, from the New York Times that over a 10-year period, a number of emails had surfaced in which John Gruden had used racist, misogynistic, and anti-gay language. John Gruden ultimately resigned as coach of the Raiders after meeting with team owner Mark Davis yesterday. His short statement said, I love the Raiders and do not want to be a distraction. Thank you to all the players, coaches, staff, and fans of Raider Nation. I'm sorry, I never meant to hurt anyone. Um, Included in the emails to various parties, but specifically to Bruce Allen, who was the president of the Washington football team, he took shots at the commissioner, Roger Goodell. He took shots at other owners. He took shots at referees, specifically the advent and the inclusion of female referees in the NFL. He made insensitive comments about NFL cheerleaders, specifically with the Washington football team, and included topless pictures in those emails back and forth. I mean, there was a treasure trove of emails that painted John Gruden in an unflattering light, and frankly, is just not a good person. In addition to being racially insensitive and misogynistic and homophobic, etc. All of those things rolled into one. And so the idea that cancel culture got John Gruden, and I disagree, John Gruden got John Gruden. And we can debate that or not, but I think there's an angle to this story, and some people are talking about it, that goes far deeper than John Gruden being fired as the head coach of the Raiders. How did these emails come to light? Well, you remember the investigation into Dan Snyder and the Washington football team for a culture of uh, sexual misconduct and oppression and inappropriateness. I think I'm using the right words in describing that. Well, the league did a big old investigation, and they ended up with 650,000 emails that league executives combed through 
And the emails came to light again during the NFL's investigation into workplace misconduct with Washington as, quote, the league was informed of the existence of emails that raised issues beyond the scope of that investigation, close quote. That's according to NFL spokesperson Brian McCarthy. It feels like there's a little picking and choosing, though, in what the NFL and who the NFL was mad at and who they were and are choosing to punish. Especially considering what we know about what happened in Washington for how long. But um, remember when Kyler Murray won the Heisman? Remember that? And some loser reporter from Gannett sat on what he uncovered were old tweets from Kyler Murray when he was 14 and 15 years old. A kid, as some would say. And waited until Kyler Murray won the Heisman to uncover these homophobic tweets from a child. And tried to get Kyler Murray for that. That is cancel culture. That was wrong then. Ranted about it on a podcast that nobody listened to back then. You can probably find it somewhere. That reporter is a loser. That is looking for something to damage someone. Especially when it was language that he used when he was a child. Or a kid. 14 years old, right? That's cancel culture. Ask yourself, and I would encourage you actually to read Gruden's emails. You can read them. Uh, Don't listen to an aggregator or or a political commentator who's talking about this and their interpretation of what is said. Actually go read them for yourself and then ask yourself if you could say those things in an email about your boss, about a coworker, about a subordinate, about a client, and keep your job. Because that is essentially what he did. And this was not when John Gruden was in college. This is not when he was in high school. These are things as an adult man that he said about the commissioner of the league. You can call them co-workers. The head of the Players Association is essentially a co-worker. A client and subordinates at times. Ask yourself if you can say what he said... And keep your job. That answer is no. That's not cancellation. That's accountability. As an adult man, you can't say those things about those kind of people. And keep your job in an email sent through your work email. It's not like it was a private conversation he had. This is stuff he sent just to FOIA available email. Let's make it real for a second. And and let's use me and our immediate boss, Will East... And the president of our company, the owner of our company, Steve Davenport, as the examples. This is completely fabricated and completely false. Hear me out. If I were sending emails, and this, let's say that this had happened five years ago and they were just uncovered. If I were sending emails to my direct boss, Will East, in which I was degrading the owner of our company with homophobic language, I was emailing pictures, lewd pictures, of co-workers within our company to my immediate boss, Will East. 
and I was talking in derogatory language, both racially, misogynistically, and homophobically, about people with which we worked, the fact that it happened five years ago would not matter. I would not be talking into this microphone today if those emails had been uncovered yesterday. And frankly, I would not have been allowed to resign by saying, I don't want to be a distraction to the super talk community. That's not how it would work. I mean, the fact that John Gruden was able to resign, whatever, resign, get fired, you understand what I'm saying. Let's just make that real. And then whatever you do for a living, put yourself in that exact same scenario. Jeff says, was John Gruden employed by the National Football League 10 years ago? No, but Jeff, come on, man. It's irrelevant. He was employed by the National Football League prior to that. He worked it's, in conjunction uh, with the National Football League. He was working as, at the time with the NFL's television partner. As it's the not, lead color Which is kind of Monday a thing, Night right? Football. ESPN is reporting on this and pontificating on this when he was an ESPN employee at the time he was sending these emails. But they didn't know at the time that he was sending nah. the emails. No, I know, but still, it's kind of a, a little irony there. There's a statement in there from ESPN. The comments are clearly repugnant under any circumstances. Well, what else is ESPN going to say? So, the great big old fat mess. John Gruden lost his job. They're still negotiating some sort of a settlement for him leaving early. I saw somebody opine on Twitter, which may not be the best place for um, opining, but it happens on a regular basis, that uh, perhaps John Gruden was told by Mark Davis, you're going to be fired and we're not going to pay you anything, and he goes... Oh, I got a bunch of other emails with a lot of other people's names in them as well. And they say, okay, how about we pay you $10 million to go away quietly? He's like, all right, cool. We'll see exactly how it goes. But what about Dan Snyder in Washington? There's 650,000 emails. Is John Gruden the only scumbag in the bunch? We ever going to see those emails? Does it depend if Roger Goodell decides he's mad at somebody else? From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 88. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 68. Your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 89. Wednesday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 68. And for your Thursday, beautiful day on tap, partly sunny conditions, high near 88. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Here's John and Corey Ravenstein for Juniker Jewelry Company. In Mississippi, hunting isn't a sport. It's a religion. All my buddies grew up hunting, and I don't miss a season today. Being a straight shooter, being safe. Honest and accurate in the field is the most important thing of all. It's exactly the same way when it comes to diamonds. You want a hunting buddy who can teach you all the secrets of the diamond business. So you really know diamond grading, the four C's, and how you get the most diamond for your hard-earned money. That's exactly what you get when you shop for your diamond at Jenniker Jewelry Company. As Mississippi's direct diamond importers, we're a target-rich environment with 10 times the diamonds you'll find in average stores. And Diamond for Diamond, the guaranteed best price in the state. And that's shooting you straight. Nine out of 10, Mississippi women agree. 
The more a man hunts, the more he needs Junikers. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team, 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com, nomoreroofleak.com. With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleLease didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at PeopleLease are ready. Call PeopleLease today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, PeopleLease.com. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com COVID. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A bill that would prohibit any federal agency from requiring financial institutions to report on the transactions of their customers is being co-sponsored by Congressman Michael Guest. Guest calls the White House plan to allow the IRS to collect data on transactions over $600 an invasion of privacy and says there's nothing that justifies it. Opponents are concerned about security breaches as the IRS is a primary target of cyber attacks. Others question the right of the government to collect such data regardless of its use or security. There's a way to offer health care to the working poor without expanding Medicaid. Dr. Daniel Edney says we could take the billion dollars available to Mississippi and use it to buy insurance for residents that are falling through the cracks. Saves money, stabilizes the market, improves access. We truly believe, based on the Arkansas model, the same thing will happen in Mississippi. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau insurance. Go with the home team. Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. 
keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Supertalk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Supertalk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We are about to visit with Luke Johnson. We'll talk with him about some uh, Southern Miss football and perhaps other things that are happening in and around the USM athletics program. But first, breaking news out of Starkville. Take a deep breath. It's not related to football. Take a deep breath. Uh, Mississippi State women's basketball coach Nikki McCray Pinson has stepped down from her position, effective immediately to focus on her health. In a statement she wrote over the past several weeks, I've been faced again with health concerns I had hoped were behind me. In light of these developments, I've decided to step away from coaching in order to devote my full time and energy to addressing those issues. Although I look forward to returning to coaching when I am able, I believe this is the best decision for me and my family at this time. I appreciate the support MSU has shown me, and I will be pulling for this team's success this season. John Cohen said, We appreciate the time and efforts Coach McCray Pinson invested in our program and respect her decision to focus on her health and family. Throughout her time as a player and as a coach, Nikki has shown herself to be a competitor, and we fully support her as she takes some time away from the game to address her health concerns. A national search will begin immediately for a new women's head basketball coach at Mississippi State, and Doug Novak, who has served as associate head coach for Nikki McCray-Pinson, will serve as the team's head coach on an interim basis. So, big story out of Starkville there, and we will get to that more. Hey, Dad, I I will ask you before we go to Luke, any, any insight here? Did you see this coming? Had you heard anything about this? Or bombshell for you as well? No, and as I, as I just texted, I was texting Joel Coleman, and I said, I'm really glad this happened during a commercial break because Borky will tell you what I said, if you really want to hear, I would have probably cursed on the air. It completely caught me off guard. Uh, just sitting here looking at Twitter, and it pops up, and I had to double, triple check for blue check marks and read the statement. Had no indication or inkling that any kind of announcement like this was coming. I mean, the season starts in less than a month. In a month, for, yeah. For, yeah, I mean... And the Bulldogs are be going to be looking at their second head coach now in two seasons uh, since the, the departure of Vic Schaefer. An unbelievable yeah. uh, news story. I guess we'll talk a little bit more after we, uh, we talk to Luke here. So we'll, uh, we'll set that aside for a moment as Luke Johnson joins us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Luke, happy Tuesday. What's up, my friend? Happy Tuesday, guys. Yeah, that's tough news coming out of Starkville. You said breaking news from Starkville, Richard. I didn't know if you were going to uh, let us know that Mississippi State is the 2021 national champions in baseball or not. Well, you're a week late, but I appreciate it, Luke. I appreciate the effort. <laughs> that was for Hey Dad, Richard. What's up? Yeah, I know. I know. I uh, I am well aware. So talk to me about this Golden Eagles football team. Uh, injuries have set in. Obviously, Will Hall is trying to find a formula that will work. It's tough sledding right now. It really is. Since we've talked last um, in the Rice game, of course, 
Ty Key's unable to go, so uh, so Jake Lang took over, and then he played this last week. And uh, if you don't know anything about Jake Lang, there's a reason for that. He was the backup quarterback at Jackson Prep, was the scout team quarterback up till Tuesday of the Rice week, and then was named the starting quarterback for Rice, and then uh, played last week, uh, this past weekend against UTEP. Um, hadn't really done a, a bad job. Uh, turnovers got him in the Rice game through uh, some picks, but threw for over 300 yards. And they've had to go to the air simply because the uh, the offensive line play has, has been, just to be blunt, pretty atrocious. And uh, Eagles now have given up 28 sacks on the year. But when you go back the last two weeks, they still had opportunities to, to win both of those football games, as bad as it's been. Even uh, last week against uh, against UTEP, 14-7 to at the halftime. They're driving. Uh, they get hit from the backside, fumble the football, and it's a uh, scoop and return for a touchdown. And so uh, Will Hall kind of summed it up in the press conference. He said, same song, different verse. And that's just where they are. They're on their, uh, they're on literally their fourth quarterback. They brought in a, a student coach today who was a quarterback at Pearl High School. He's now third on the depth chart. And that's just kind of where they are um, as of uh, October 12th. It's just worst possible scenario, worst case uh, scenario, and they're just having to play with the cards they're dealt. Yeah, I, I think, Luke, we know Will Hall well enough to know that this is obviously eating at him, but he's not a throw-up-his-hands-and-give-up kind of guy. They're, they're going to work and grind and do everything they can to, uh, to you know, to fight through this season and get to a spot where they can continue to recruit and try to rebuild a roster. How, how does Will seem to be handling all of this? Um. It- he, he did not go into, you know, some of the, the other stuff early in the year, some of the comments that he made. He's starting to, you know, it, it's a little more coach talk right now. It's we've inherited a program. We're rebuilding a program. He even said today, uh, you know, we, we're not, um, we're not um, looking just for a team. I think Austin Armstrong uh, said this, too. We're not just building a team. We're building a program. And so you can hear kind of the, you know, we're sitting in the middle of it and we're wading through it. And, uh, you know, to, to his – to, to the defense's credit, the defense has played fine. They give up a lot of rushing yards, but they give up hardly anything in the passing game. And, uh, you know, you take away what the offense uh, has has done or what the offense has given the other team. Eagles have only scored 12 touchdowns this year. Two have been on special teams and defense. Offense has just scored 10 touchdowns. And the defense has kept them in games. And uh, so you got to be, you know, semi-happy with one side of the ball, but yeah, he's just going to have to recruit his way out of it and, and work work hard out of it because it is a uh, – I, I think as far as – it was a worst-case scenario kind of how they uh, – how the quarterback position's done, but the offensive line with all that experience has it, – it's just been really bad. And, Luke, I mean, everywhere Will Hall has been, his teams have been productive offensively. Whether you want to go back to when he was coaching at the FCS level – if you look at the struggles that Tulane has had this year, the, the the loss of Will Hall on that staff is evident in and around that Tulane program. That you know they've had a lot kind of thrown at them with the hurricane and the evacuation and being gone from a month and all of those things. But that's got to be eating at Will Hall. That offensively, what ten offensive touchdowns in six games? If if that was right, the the numbers you were saying a yep. second ago. Yep, that's exactly right, and. We were tossing this around, just wondering, you know, uh, the the offensive coordinators under Jay Hobson, um, they were more, uh, you know, it was more of a upbeat spread game as far yeah. as, 
getting the ball out quick, and we really don't feel like this offensive line was built to just grind and grind and grind. And Hall calls his offense, you know, a power spread, and it's built off the quarterback. It functions by the quarterback, and when you're down to the fourth guy on your depth chart who was the scout team quarterback, I mean, it's just hard to go out there and execute. Lang, to his credit, and the team has really rallied around this guy. He's thrown for over 500 yards in the last two games, and they've got to do that, though, because they just cannot run the football. Yeah. Any thoughts of guys getting better? I mean, are we looking at season-ending injuries and or, or feel like over the course of the next couple of weeks? Because the schedule doesn't get a whole lot easier for, for Southern Miss. It's a good UAB team this week and, and a road trip to Middle Tennessee and then you know, a North Texas team who put up a bunch of offense against Missouri in a loss this past weekend. Any, any sign of some guys getting healthy that, that give you a better shot? I don't think you'll see Tykees play this year um, just because he had played less than four games and you don't want to rush somebody back with an ankle injury like that. And, and so you would think maybe they would give the red shirt. I mean, that's just, just looking at what they've got. Um, Arvin Fletcher, who was their most experienced offensive line lineman, he's no longer with the team. Another guy, Jason Portlock, who was a reserve linebacker, he's no longer with the team. And some of those guys moving on. But it seems as if, for the most part, as, as crazy as it sounds, um, everybody's hanging in there. And, I mean, the, the crowd in Hattiesburg uh, was, was really good on Saturday. It was as if people were, you know, just trying to show their belief. Um, and Will Hall, I, I'm not sure what it's going to be like going forward simply because they needed to play better Saturday to kind of keep that going. But nobody's given up yet. Um, I, I certainly don't feel like the players are. And, again, it's kind of, the, like you said, the same – Song different verse, two or three plays go go right in the Eagles' direction, and they and they win the last two football games, and maybe they've even got three or four wins right now. Yeah, uh, we got a text. It was either yesterday, it may have been on Monday. Wait, what is today? Today's Tuesday. I guess it was yesterday. Maybe it was Friday. Folks excited about fall baseball that is uh, that is happening at the Pete. Yeah, they started inter squad last uh, last Friday. Taylor Bradford, who's the son of Chad Bradford uh, for, from the A's, Moneyball, he was on the show yesterday, and he's back. Colin Cargill took the, the pitching coach position for Mississippi College, so Keller Bradford's back, and he's a uh, player development kind of director of operations, and he was telling us about InterSquad. They'll do that every weekend uh, and, until kind of early to mid-November, and Eagles excited about uh, you know some of the guys they got coming in, and I think you'll kind of see maybe a few positions shift around Creek Robertson. From uh, from Madison Central, it's going to play some shortstop. It'll allow Dustin Dickerson to pitch a little more. So yeah, Scott Berry's excited about a lot of, a lot of young talent, but got to replace uh, got to replace those guys in the pitching rotation. But talking about how Tanner Hall with that 92 mile an hour two two uh, seam fastball, it was running a good six to eight inches the other day at the uh, the inner squad. All right, well, we'll keep up with what's going on with fall baseball and keep an eye on Southern Miss football as well. Hoop season just around the corner. Luke, thanks as always for uh, for your time. Thanks, Richard. That's Luke Johnson, co-host of the Super Talk Eagle Hour, Super Talk Hattiesburg, Super Talk Laurel, and available on demand at supertalk.fm. We will be right back. From 
the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you, Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. For the most part, looking pretty good for the drive home this afternoon. Still a little congestion, however, on Highway 49 in between Natchez Trace and Forest Avenue. That's both directions on 49. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs, from decadent to affordable, you never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out of style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the end stands for Newton, 144 Market Street between Neabella's and the Great American Cookies. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details and don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. 
all the folks in the Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Exciting news. Brace yourself. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Alongside Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Thanks for being with us. If you missed it just a few minutes ago, told you that uh, Mississippi State had released a statement that Nikki McCray Pinson, the women's head basketball coach, had stepped down from her position effective immediately. McCray Pinson and her statement said over the past several weeks, I've been faced again with health concerns I had hoped were behind me. In light of these developments, I've decided to step away from coaching in order to devote my full time and energy to addressing those issues. But I look forward to returning to coaching when I'm able. I believe this is the best decision for me and my family at this time. And beyond that, we, uh, unless, hey, Dad, somebody has given you information that we didn't have just a few minutes ago, beyond that, we don't know a lot else. Uh, right. Very publicly, there were stories uh, back in 2018 about Nikki McCray Pinson and battling through um well it had actually happened earlier back in 2011 2012 uh she had been diagnosed with breast cancer and had fought through that it was something that her mother had dealt with as well uh and, and so only from a health standpoint I, as far as I know publicly that's kind of all that is there I asked Borky if he recalled anything, and he told me, he's like, I, I think that breast cancer was an issue for her, and we kind of able to find a couple of stories that were outlining that in her time at, at Old Dominion and, and at South Carolina prior to that. Right. But beyond that, no idea. Yeah, yeah we're and, just speculating. None of our that, business. That, that, yeah. But that's that's what we've got is is a statement that there are health issues and and it just sort of goes goes from there. So I'm sh- I, I would imagine that at some point there might be some clarity, uh, but uh, the the real truth is that Mississippi State will go into this season. Doug Novak, as the interim coach, will be the coach for the I have to imagine the entire season, and then State will you know go through the process of trying to find another head coach uh, at the end of this. You think you think that's the the route they will go? I can't I, imagine I, I, with a month before the season unless. Somebody who's out of the game, you know, I mean, who would you bring in? Nobody's going to leave their program with a month before the season, I would think. So, yeah, I think State will will play the season with Doug Novak, uh, see how he does, you know, and evaluate him as a potential candidate, and then, but, and also conduct a national search uh, to replace uh, Nikki McCray Pence. Oh, we brought the buzzword back national search. Yeah. It's Love right that. there in Mississippi State's uh, official release. MSU will yeah. conduct a national search before naming a new head coach. That is in yeah. every single press release about firing a coach. That line is in there somewhere. A national search for our next head coach has now begun. I can't help but wonder. No one to do a regional search. 
if given the success that Ted Lasso has had with Richmond FC, if we're going to transition to international searches going forward? Yeah, we're going to do a worldwide search for the next head coach. Maybe there's some guy mm. in Germany somewhere that's like, you know, cooking up some great women's basketball teams. Yeah, never know. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, obviously, you know, our I hate to be a thoughts and prayers kind of guy, but hope that you know Coach Pinson is able to get well. Really nice uh, woman. Enjoyed talking to, to her. Enjoyed working with her in the short time she had here in Starkville. Uh, and we'll certainly wish her the best and hope she can get back uh, to coaching very soon. Other than the fact that people like to throw it around on social media and roll their eyes about it, I, I don't think thinking about and praying for someone in a time of difficulty is nah. it's an altogether bad thing. Right. No, I definitely agree. Oh, I mean, everything's bad on, on social media now, even... Uh, Positive vibes and thoughts directed towards somebody going through a hard time. That's bad, too. So, yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting uh, name there from Smitty in Oxford. Matthew Mitchell. He is somebody who's out of the game right now. Obviously has Mississippi ties. Would imagine his name will be on a list if he decides he wants to get back into coaching. Mm-hmm. He stepped away from the job at Kentucky two years ago. Is that right? Yeah, for the, for health concerns as well. So. Yeah, I don't know that his, you know, he's he's had the recovery or whatever that he was looking for. I'd have you know, but obviously that's a, a name of interest you would think for Mississippi State. Yeah, you know, if if John Cohen wanted to hire a sitting assistant coach, then you probably could do that in relatively short order. Mm-hmm. But if you are trying to hire a sitting head coach, then mm-hmm. It's probably really, really Which, difficult to do at this point. For the, the the job status of Mississippi State, which is only, you know, had a bad year last year, but it's only removed from one of the greatest runs in program in in any school's history. Uh, you know, yeah, not it's one a of big job. Mississippi State. It's the greatest yeah. run in Mississippi State women's yeah. basketball history. It's a big job. They're gonna they're gonna pay well. So I imagine head coach is who they will go after. Yeah. All right, we will uh, we will turn our attention to college football on the other side of this break. We'll get into the matchups that are happening this week. We're going to visit with Chris Stewart from the Crimson Tide Sports Network in the four o'clock hour, about all oh, about forty minutes from right now, about Alabama as they try to bounce back from a loss against Texas A and M, and what he sees is important in the matchup between the Bulldogs and the Crimson Tide on Saturday night in Starkville. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Gabby Petito, whose body was found last month in Wyoming, died from strangulation. Teton County, Wyoming coroner Dr. Brent Blue says an autopsy indicates Petito died several weeks before the discovery of her body. We are estimating three to four weeks from the time that uh, the body was found. A search continues for Petito's boyfriend, Brian Laundrie, who disappeared shortly after he returned to Florida alone. The Justice Department is asking the 5th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals to temporarily halt Texas's abortion law, which bans the procedure at around six weeks of pregnancy. This is the same court that reinstated the law after a federal judge blocked it last week. The days ahead could be key in determining the immediate future of the law known as Senate Bill 8, including whether there's another attempt to have the U.S. Supreme Court weigh in. Fox's Rachel Sutherland in Washington. America's listening to Fox News. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. During a home invasion Monday night in Meridian, an 80-year-old woman was dragged from her bed and kidnapped. According to WTOK, the suspect forced the woman to drive him around town, then put her in the trunk. He went to a hotel and picked up two women. They heard a noise in the trunk, dropped the suspect off at a gas station, then called police. The car was found on the Meridian Community College campus. The victim was alive but suffered minor injuries. The suspect is still at large. And Monday, Governor Tate Reeves extended the state of emergency order for an additional 30 days. Originally set to end back in August, this is the third extension issued by the governor and allows for the continued flow of resources throughout the state. The governor did clarify that once again, there will be no lockdowns or statewide mandates. The extension comes as Mississippi's seven-day average of new COVID-19 cases and other indicators continue to fall. This may not look like a typical farm, but our plants bloom in every corner of the state. From flowers to decorations, to fruits and vegetables, even homemade jellies and jams, we take pride in producing the best for you. You may ask why we do this. Like my parents, we love what we do and plan to pass on our family business to future generations. It's our way of life, providing for our family and yours, the Farm Families of Mississippi. A message from professional linebacker and native Mississippian, Demario Davis. Coming up in Mississippi, I learned the Mississippi way, to be strong and serve one another. I remember fighting through the noise. I remember the struggle, getting stronger to support my team. That's the Mississippi way. That's why Mississippians are getting the COVID-19 vaccine, to protect ourselves and the ones we love. Learn more at msway.com. The Virtual Mississippi Book Festival is now live, and its executive director, Ellen Daniels, says it's a chance to shine a light on Mississippi writers. We love highlighting our uh, Mississippi authors, and we have so many. Mississippi has a rich literary history, but we also have a very rich literary presence. Many mm -hmm. wonderful nationally and worldwide known authors are living right here in Mississippi. To check out the over 30 panels of authors, visit msbookfestival.com. And an Ole Miss offensive lineman earned SEC honors following Saturday's victory over Arkansas. Left tackle Nick Broker was named the SEC Co-Offensive Lineman of the Week after anchoring a unit that helped to produce 611 yards of total offense, including 324 on the ground. Broker and the rest of the offensive line also kept quarterback Matt Corral upright as they didn't allow a sack in the win. For all things Mississippi, visit us online at supertalk.fm. 
One of the things I enjoy most about raising catfish is the end result, the fish on the truck headed to the plant. I like that because we raised a good product with a, with a good team and a good uh, result from, from all the hard work that we've done. I'm Terry Cruz and I'm proud to be your 2020 Arkansas Catfish Farmer of the Year. We all have to eat, so if you're going to eat, eat U.S. farm-raised catfish. A message from professional linebacker and native Mississippian Demario Davis. Coming up in Mississippi, I learned the Mississippi way, to be strong and serve one another. I remember fighting through the noise. I remember the struggle, getting stronger to support my team. That's the Mississippi way. That's why Mississippians are getting the COVID-19 vaccine, to protect ourselves and the ones we love. Learn more at msway.com. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. More Sports Talk Mississippi now. Now. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Back with you. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad. You want to be a part of the conversation? Ceasefire text line is the best way to do that at 601-879-4395. Let Ceasefire handle the managed IT services so you can focus on your business. Learn more at ceasefirebusiness.com. Com. Sports Talk Mississippi is brought to you in part by Visit Oxford. Upcoming in Oxford, you've got Square Jam. That is a week from Friday, the 22nd of October at 6.30. That is the Ole Miss men's and women's basketball preseason event. Happens on the Square Portable Court and lights and all the things that go along with this. And then go ahead and put on your calendar the holiday open house happening on the Square November 7th. From 11 to 3, you can always check out the Visit Oxford website, visitoxfordms.com, and follow on their social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at visitoxfordms. Do you guys know what is unique about this Saturday in the SEC? Pop quiz time. We'll be past the halfway point of the season? That is not the answer that I'm looking for. I don't know. I don't know. There, there are, there are, what one open date this year? So thirteen weeks on the SEC calendar, and something is happening this week that it's the only time it's happening the entire season. This is the only time this year, October sixteenth, this coming Saturday, where all fourteen SEC teams will be in action and will only play SEC games. I thought it was an anomaly at first when I looked at the schedule. I was like, I can't be right. Surely there was another week. You know it didn't happen in week one. It didn't happen in week two or three or four when you've got all the non-conference games that are mixed in. We got close in on the October 2nd weekend, but South Carolina had a game against Troy that week. 
And then you started getting into open dates. Right? Ole Miss had its open date on September 25th in week four. And then in week six, Mississippi State had its open date. Next weekend, you've got five teams with their open date and then three with the following week. And then you've even got a late open date on November 6th for Vanderbilt. But everybody is playing an SEC game this weekend. It's the only time the entire year that that happens. I guess it's just a scheduling quirk, but does that strike you guys as weird at all? Maybe it's not. a little odd, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, that, that it's not, that there just aren't two weeks. I mean, I wouldn't expect there to be four or five weeks like that. Yeah. But do you think there'd be a second week where it's all conference games and everybody's playing? You know, you, you get over to November 6th, Vandy's got an open date and almost plays Liberty. And then the following weekend, Florida plays Samford and New Mexico State is playing against Alabama. And then you get those last two weeks of the season, Georgia against Charleston Southern and Kentucky against New Mexico State and Tennessee against South Alabama and LSU against ULM. And then it's rivalry weekend at the the end of the season. So that means that's the week you get Florida, Florida State and Georgia, Georgia Tech and Clemson, South Carolina and all of those things that are uh, are mixed in. So a uh, little bit of a... Uh, a quirk, I suppose, in the uh, in the schedule this week. So let's talk about the games, and we'll we'll do more of this tomorrow, and we'll do more of this on Thursday. But let's let's kind of go high level thoughts, even Borky, before we get to all the lines. I'm really really intrigued by Auburn at Arkansas. You got three 11 a.m. games this week: Auburn, Arkansas, Florida, LSU, Texas A&M, Missouri, all kicking off at 11. Which of those three to you is most interesting? Different reasons uh, for each one. Uh, in terms of like quality of game and stuff like that, it's Auburn-Arkansas. I think yeah. that has the chance to be the best game here. Um, you know, Auburn going into last week was ranked because they have Auburn on their helmet and SEC on their chest and no other reason. Uh as we talked about yesterday, some first time Arkansas is playing a home game in about a month, almost a month, just like one or two days short. Um, we think Arkansas is really good, relatively speaking. I think they are too. This is their chance to prove it. Winnable game at home, team you're supposed to be better than. Should be a really quality football game, at least I think so. And then on the other side, Brian Harson. You know, you, you should have lost to Georgia State. Couldn't move the football at all, really, in your game at Penn State. Then you get smoked by Georgia at home. If you lose to Arkansas and drop to 4-3, and three, it's year one, and there shouldn't be questions, but people are going to wonder, wait, what do we push Gus out for? Oh, well, yeah. That, <laughs> those questions should have been happening anyway, because, yeah, you've got at least two more losses on that schedule. Yeah. So that's an interesting game. I mean, you said LSU, Florida. I mean, obviously, that it's game is interesting. It's been a wildly fascinating series, but this has more of a train wreck quality to it. This feels like a game that Florida might win like forty-nine to nothing or something like that. Ooh, that they just. Really? I mean, LSU. LSU is injury laden anyway, but they just might not want to be out there. They know it's over. They're not dumb. So what are you doing? You know, what are you doing? I mean, I, I you know we we've seen 
you remember Nutt's last few uh, games at, at Ole Miss. Uh, I remember Jackie Sherrill's last few games at Mississippi State, once, especially once you knew it was over. He resigned you know, midway through. So did uh, Nutt. Orgeron hasn't done that yet, but we all see the writing on the wall. I mean, that's when teams just sort of start playing not to get hurt. I, 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 I see it. I think it's going to be a blowout. Do you remember when Ole Miss announced that Houston Nutt would not be retained but would finish out the season as the head coach? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then State did the same with Jackie. He, he, he retired, effective at the end of the season, at in like week seven or something. Remember when Houston Nutt had the play cards and one of the play cards had initials on them? And so you knew. It was the initials of the guy that was getting the football. <laughs> they did that for an entire game. That's how you're going to end up in the land of the uninvested if you keep talking like that. I'm just saying. Yeah, I uh, actually, through a friend, knew somebody on that Louisiana Tech team that came into Oxford and, and beat up Ole Miss that night. And after the game, he texted my buddy who was sitting with me and basically was like, yeah, those guys didn't care. Yeah, like we thought talk- he was like we thought we were going in and getting smoked because it's still an SEC team and they didn't try. Like you could feel it on the field, they didn't try. I've I've talked to Chad Bumpus a few times about the 2011 Egg Bowl, the last game of the Nut Era, and I mean State won 31 to three. And if you ask Chad, he'll tell you that if State had wanted to win 80 to nothing that night, they could have. Ole Miss from the first play of the game made it obvious they didn't want to be on the field. They just wanted the game to be over. What's well, I mean, LSU is going to get to that point. Does it happen here? Maybe. Man, that'd be tough for LSU if that happened with six weeks left on the schedule. Yeah. Six I mean, games left on the schedule. Oh, you're going to make me do it. Go back and look. I mean, what were Jackie's last six games at Mississippi State? They were awful. Absolutely yeah. awful. I mean, yeah. State, State, I don't think lost by less than 30 in any one of those games. What year was that? That would have been 03. So I'm pretty sure Jackie resigned right before the Kentucky game. So State uh, beats Memphis, then he resigns. Here's the final five games of the year. 45-24 loss to Kentucky. 28-14 to Alabama. Let me tell you something about that Alabama game. Wow, it was bad. I'm sorry, I'm looking at 02. Never mind. So here we go. Lost to Auburn 45-13, lost to Kentucky 42-17, lost to Alabama 38 nothing. That's that's the uh, infamous sonic drive in uh, drive of the game where yeah. Jack Crystal talked about his drive home. Lost to Tennessee 59-21, lost to Arkansas 52-6, and then lost to Ole Miss 31 to nothing. In the pouring pouring rain, pouring one rain. One, one of the worst games ever. Yeah. Well, that's what happened when, when you know when when that team when Jackie said I'm out, everybody just sort of gave up. I don't remember exactly when Nutt uh, resigned, but after they well, played that close game with Arkansas, he, he, he was fired. Yeah, there was whatever no it is. Resignation to it. Yeah, but after they they had a close game with Arkansas, 41-23 to Auburn, 30 to 13 to Kentucky, 27-7 Louisiana Tech, 52-3 to LSU. That's the game where. They were taking a knee with five minutes to go, and then 31-3 to Mississippi State. 
When a team gives up and they're just playing not to get hurt, that's what happens. Didn't LSU take a knee on fourth down, too? Inside the five? Yeah. I was at that game. Yes. It's a true statement. Really happened. Not a lot of people there to see it. Hey, Dad was one of them. Not a lot of people there to see that one. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you, Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443. For the most part, looking pretty good for the drive home this afternoon. Still a little congestion, however, on Highway 49 in between Natchez Trace and Forest Avenue. That's both directions on 49. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. We've all heard the old expression, work smarter, not harder. Those words become a reality when you visit Ace Bolton Screw. From tools and accessories to every fastener imaginable, Ace Bolton Screw has everything you need for every job. Register to win a Predator Talon high-performance electric bike valued at $3,000. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Located on Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 at the Gluckstadt exit, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richland. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard, and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. Since 2020, we've invested over $2 million through grants and donations to support Mississippi communities. From rural nursing scholarships to the state's first prescription food program, this is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. It's a sale over four decades in the making. Miss Kelly's 43rd anniversary sale. Get up to $300 off our everyday low prices. Plus, take 60 months to pay with no down payment. Furniture trends have changed a lot since 1978, but Miss Kelly's never goes out of style. Stay on trend and on budget with this amazing anniversary offer. Up to $300 off plus 60 months to pay with no down payment at all Miss Kelly's locations. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. It's time to get real. Real sports talk for Mississippi. It's time for you to get real with it. Sports talk Mississippi continues on Super Talk Mississippi. 
programming you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. I had somebody correct me saying that it didn't actually rain that much during the Egg Bowl in 2003. I guess it kind of chilled out once the game started. It was prior to kickoff where it was biblical. I sat in the upper deck in Starfield that night. Not a big upper deck guy, but that's where the seats were that night. And there was like six inches of standing water in the front row of the upper deck. Yeah, I remember that game. Yeah. A lot of rain, at least leading up to it. Is that the rainiest Egg Bowl? I don't know. No, 96. Nasty yeah. day. Somebody says the main point was that Eli Manning went off that night. Yeah, he played really, really well that night. Did. He did. Did. So, I can't, I can't, Texas A&M, that. Missouri. I mean, that of, of those three games at 11, Auburn at Arkansas, Florida at LSU, Texas A&M at Missouri, that feels like the least interesting, and yet it feels like we all need to learn who is Texas A&M. Is Texas A&M the team that scored 10 against Arkansas and 22 against Mississippi State? Or are they the team that scored 41 and knocked off number one Alabama last week? I don't know if this week is the best gauge to do that. Yeah. If they were playing anywhere else, almost anywhere else, I guess I should say, if they are playing Vanderbilt, I wouldn't care. But I would be willing to say, okay, they're due for an emotional letdown and they'll be in trouble. You know? But... Yeah, but doesn't a this really game, ho-hum performance like continue to raise questions for you about A&M? Well, I'll, I'll put it this way. I mean, I think Missouri might cover the spread. I think it's, what, eight and a half? I could see this being a close game. Really? Because A&M's, I could, because I think A&M, it's going to be tough to come down off that high. You're on the road. It could be a little weird. Hi. Uh, you buying that, Borky? You buying that big of a letdown considering how bad Missouri has been? It depends on if letdown means loss. If they just play like crap, then that's pretty on brand. But uh, well, as and I like him. But as Billy Lucci wrote uh, last Saturday in College Station, was an indicator that A and M is here to dismantle the Nick Saban dynasty. So, yeah, yeah. That take right next to the this is the year for A and M take. Sure, it'll age well. And I like Billy too. <laughs> it's just yeah. uh, maybe, maybe, maybe be able to beat Arkansas and Mississippi State before you start talking about disnam- dismantling Saban's dynasty. They didn't say anything about dismantling Mike Leach's dynasty. True. That's still very much intact. I, I mean, and people reference like, well, Hugh Freeze beat Nick Saban twice, and where did Ole Miss end up, and where did Alabama end up? You you gotta you can't just beat them. You well, got to beat them right in, now. In everybody, Texas A and M NCA investigation. Here it comes. Oh, that's not what I'm. I'm more talking about just results of the season. Hey, where was Alabama at the end of the season, and where was Ole Miss at the You're end right. of the season? You're Alabama right. won a championship and went to another one in those two years. That just, I understand, especially a fan site, which is what Texags is. They're not objective media. They are absolutely fans. That's. I understand that's a good business model. It makes a lot of money. But at some point, don't you have to kind of look at something objectively, Billy? Just something with a modicum of objectivity. You would think. 
Man, the schedule is really situated nicely for Texas A&M. So on the heels of the emotion tied to winning against Alabama, they go to Missouri and then host South Carolina. So barring a disaster, that gets you to 6-2, and two, and then an open date before Auburn, and then at Ole Miss, and then Prairie View A&M, and then LSU. I mean, we'll see about Auburn, but on paper, the most difficult game remaining on LSU's schedule is Ole Miss. I'm, scared, I'm sorry, remaining on Texas A&M's schedule is Ole Miss and Oxford. On paper. Well, if Alabama made Zach Calzada look like a Heisman candidate, Ole Miss is going to make him look like Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> uh, Don't you need to see more from Zach Calzada also? Though? you got to yeah. see it twice. I mean, you do. I saw a lot of people say, well, the light bulb finally came on. I mean, okay. Come on now. Uh In one week from playing Mississippi State and looking like you are terrified... You don't just, light bulb came on this week in practice. Jimbo really yeah. gave him a Ted Lasso kind of conversation about life and positivity, and he suddenly looks like that. you got to see it multiple times before you start. I mean, Steven Garcia was fine, but for one day, Steven Garcia was the best quarterback in America and beat Alabama. Yeah. yeah. You, you can have that sometimes. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason Calzada's at A&M. Clearly talented. By the way, the last two episodes of season two of Ted Lasso to wrap up the season, really good. So we finished the funeral episode last night. Is that the second to last one? You got two left after that. Oh wow! Oh cool. Good. You got two more. Yeah, let me watch. Yeah, the uh, Coach Beard walking through London. That was just so stupid. It's hard to watch, man. That was painful. Yeah, like totally off brand from. Yeah, you know, like the the worst forty minutes of television that I've invested in in a really, really, really long time. But that's rough. Yeah, that was second to only the movie Vivarium as the biggest waste of times in watching TV. I was uh, after I watched that movie Vivarium. It's got the guy from uh, Social Network on it. Doesn't matter. Okay. We watched it because it was on Prime Video and it was free and it was like the first thing that was up there, so we just hit it. I was actually angry at the end of the movie that I spent two hours of my life watching that movie. I have never been mad at a bad movie ever or TV show ever until <laughs> that one. I like I wanted to write the writers and tell them how stupid they are. That's how bad that movie was. It's rough. Like Ron Swanson yeah, in Canada. You, you've got an interesting and an angering Canada. plot twist coming at the end of uh, Season 2 of Ted Lasso, just so you know. Yeah, well, Nate already... Oof. Cats and dogs in Athens. You know, I, apologist is not the right word, but I have been on the Kentuckys better than you're giving them credit for, hey, Dad, consistently for a month. You have been and driving really the bluegrass... The Bluegrass Express, yeah, for sure. It's a great story. That. It's not beating Georgia and Athens. No, it's not. No. And it's not, I don't really think it's going to be close. But if they go 11-1, and one, who cares? Yeah, I was going to say, after that, though. But, man, they, they still Open can't date, score. State, Tennessee, Vandy, New Mexico State, Louisville. They scored 42 last week. Oh, yeah, did, but... did, you, did you watch the game? 
I did. But I mean, honestly, LSU the worst almost th- allowed them to do that. Like they, they, they almost, have totally quit. The worst case scenario for Kentucky at this point is nine and three. That is the worst yeah. case in mm-hmm. my opinion. So they're six and zero. Oh, that would be what a loss to Georgia, a loss to Mississippi State, and a loss to Tennessee. Nobody else. The other three teams can't beat them. Eh, rivalry game, Louisville playing okay. I don't. I just don't see it. I don't see it. On the road. I don't I, see. I it. still think Kentucky is in this group of teams in the SEC that they can all just beat each other on a given day, and apparently it applies to Alabama at least one special Saturday. But I just there's. I no, mean, if Kentucky Ole Miss, who are you taking? I don't know. Where is it? I mean, where's the game? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm sitting here telling you that Kentucky could lose at Mississippi State. Absolutely. In a couple of weeks. I would vote for it that to be played happen. in Lexington because I love going to Lexington, and there have been some really fun games in Lexington involving Ole Miss and Kentucky in recent years. Yeah, That's I, where I'd vote. I haven't been to all 14 You just towns. want bourbon, sir. Yeah. I, I have yet to go to College Station, which is good for me because I like to walk on grass occasionally. Uh, I haven't been to it. College Station. haven't been to Columbia, Missouri. Uh, Lexington... Nobody when when you do the whole summer content best towns worst towns in the SEC it's a good one. nobody ever mentions Lexington they should it's at least it's not the best but it's at least like hey if your team's going to Kentucky go you'll have a great time it's a cool place to go hang out for a weekend yeah. bigger city kind of spread out downtown a lot of good area stuff not there, bad right? love yeah. Tonys. A lot of breweries, and if you love bourbon, of course. Oh yeah, and if you're flying in, I mean, it, it Lexington, Prettiest Kentucky in, is in the, the best SEC. flight in, not just in the SEC, like one of the best in the country, at least in Middle America. Yeah, if you if if you get a clear day flying into Lexington, it is as good as it gets flying in over all of those beautiful horse farms. Just hey, white Richard. fences and horses running wild. Richard, when I think of a team beating number one and then having an emotional letdown the next week. What game am I thinking of first time? First first guess. LSU Florida followed by LSU Ole Miss the week later? That is 100% what I think of every time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't it Ole Miss be at the top of your mind, hey, Dad? I'm trying to give y'all a compliment. That was a good win. That's a good win. Chris Stewart, Crimson Tide Sports Network, joins us next. Farm Bureau phone line. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 88. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 68. Your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 89. Wednesday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 68. And for your Thursday, beautiful day on tap, partly sunny conditions, high near 88. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Billium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. Marcus by Goldman Sachs offers personal loans with no fees, ever. Banks offer coffee. So what's more important, a Marcus by Goldman Sachs loan with no fees that could help consolidate debt or bank coffee that tastes like bank coffee? You can money. Visit Marcus.com to learn more about saving, borrowing, and investing from Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Investing involves risk and investments may lose value. Brokerage and investment advisory services by Goldman Sachs and Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Lending and deposits products provided by Goldman Sachs Bank USA. Member FDIC. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. During a home invasion Monday night in Meridian, an 80-year-old woman was dragged from her bed and kidnapped. According to WTOK, the suspect forced the woman to drive him around town, then put her in the trunk. He went to a hotel and picked up two women. They heard a noise in the trunk, dropped the suspect off at a gas station, then called police. The car was found on the Meridian Community College campus. The victim was alive but suffered minor injuries. The suspect is still at large. And Monday, Governor Tate Reeves extended the state of emergency order for an additional 30 days. Originally set to end back in August, this is the third extension issued by the governor and allows for the continued flow of resources throughout the state. The governor did clarify that once again, there will be no lockdowns or statewide mandates. The extension comes as Mississippi's seven-day average of new COVID-19 cases and other indicators continue to fall. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. 
have played the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tea time. From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here. With Super Talk Mississippi News, what happens, why does it happen, and how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. Your number one for sports talk. Anyone? 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 Come on, don't be shy. Sports talk, Mississippi. Bingo, man, bingo. Super talk, Mississippi. early games. Auburn, Arkansas, Florida, LSU, A&M, Missouri, Kentucky, Georgia. That's at 2.30. You got Vandy, South Carolina at 3. Or Ole Miss and Tennessee on SEC Network. That's at 6.30 Central Time. And in Starkville, Alabama and Mississippi State. 6 o'clock kickoff on ESPN. Time for us to go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. My good friend Chris Stewart from the Crimson Tide Sports Network joins us right now. Christopher, always good to visit with you. How are you, my friend? Buddy, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well. Take me back good. to Saturday night and uh, and give Ooh. me your thoughts kind of as that one unfolded and you, uh, you kind of watched one slip away in College Station. Yeah, when you see the, the opposing quarterback – especially for Alabama. You see the opposing quarterback go 10 for 10 to start the game. You go, uh-oh, because uh, while there have not been a ton of losses for Alabama during the Nick Saban era, when it's happened, it's happened with that type of play from the quarterback. Um, you know, it, it immediately started making me think of Steven Garcia in a great game in 2010 where he was he was every bit as good as people thought he could be and only was that particular day, <laughs> it seemed against Alabama. He was just great. Uh, but but the play that, that A&M got there, I thought, set the tone, set the tempo. They were really good defensively. Uh, they, they played like the team everybody expected them to be before they lost two ball games. And the combination of the opponent, uh, a high-level opponent playing at their, their capability – and Alabama playing below theirs was a perfect formula for what we saw happen in the end result on Saturday. Yeah, so, so two thoughts. One, if Texas A&M doesn't have the kickoff return for a touchdown, Alabama wins, right? They had kind of taken control, or it felt like they had taken control of the game. They are going to force a yeah. three and out and go down and score, and they were going to win it, right? There were two times that I thought the game was won, frankly, from the Bama perspective. The one you just referenced, and then when they take the lead, Midway or late in the fourth quarter. I mean, it doesn't happen. Bama doesn't lose games when those things yeah. occur. Uh, teams hang around. Teams, uh, you know, on certain days can show that that they're capable. But Alabama, once they once they get hold, 
they they rarely let go, but they did on Saturday, and that's to A&M's credit as much as anything. And then, Chris, the other thing that, that I was thinking about, I mean, you, you know, just a week earlier, I'd been in Tuscaloosa, and I thought, you know, an incredibly dominating performance by Alabama, especially at the line of scrimmage. I, I think we can all look at it and go, Ole Miss probably didn't play its best on that Saturday. They're probably right. capable of playing better than they did. But regardless of that, I thought Alabama just outmatched offensive line, defensive line. I was really surprised to see them kind of get pushed around at the line of scrimmage after what I had seen just seven days prior. Yeah, I agree. I just think A&M is a very tough, physical team that Alabama didn't respond very well to. Not that Ole Miss can't be. I I don't mean it that way, but... You know, here's the thing, Richard. We all had kind of pointed to the Alabama A&M game at the start of the year, and they lose yeah. that quarterback. And it, it was because of what they, who they are up front. I mean, they're really, really good up front on both sides, uh, and you felt like that could give Alabama trouble. Well, when they lose the quarterback in what game one, game two, it takes them. It, it more than knocked them on their heels, and I think it took them. The two weeks and being incredibly wounded to to be able to step up and play. And that was one thing I had said all week is, you know, they may not be the same team everybody anticipated, but what we did know is that they'd had that Alabama game circled for six months or more and they would be ready to play the tide. And despite their record, uh, they came out and were ready to play. And if anything, I think they had a higher level of urgency. The pressure was off in terms of the national picture. But the pressure was on in terms of getting up off the deck. And that was a game that that uh, didn't just salvage the season. It helped restart it to a point that, that if they don't play well the rest of the way, I'll be very surprised. Yeah. So I went through a little exercise yesterday, and frankly it didn't take very long because Alabama doesn't lose very often, as you referenced just a second ago. But I pulled up all the losses in the last decade – and then looked at the games the following week. And I think there's this idea that you do not want to play Alabama the week after they lose a game. But those results were maybe not as lopsided as I thought they were going to be. You know, A couple of them yeah. were postseason games after Iron Bowl losses. A couple of them were non-conference games, so I just kind of tossed that out. But is there anything to this idea of... Man, you do not want to play an angry Nick Saban or an angry Nick Saban team after a loss versus, yeah, that may be more conjecture. They, they better come out and play on Saturday. Well, look, here's the thing. You've got to play at a pretty high level if you're going to beat Alabama regardless. But I'm, you know, from the perspective of someone who, who's been a Bama fan my whole life, who works on the network and, and still hosts Nick Saban's TV show, I'm really concerned about Saturday. I think State's playing well. I think State's very dangerous. And I think Bama's a little rattled right now. Now, I haven't been inside the the football building since they lost. I'm not sure what their mindset is. I I think they certainly are going to be locked in and focused. But the air of invincibility that some of those guys, especially the young ones who had never been a part of losing, may have felt before is somewhat gone. They're still good. They're still talented. But the the thinking that they're unbeatable is now out the window. And how do you respond to that, Richard? That's the biggest question. Do you step back up, take care of business all week long, and get yourself ready to, to play at the level you feel like you're really capable of? Or does it mess you up to the point that you've got doubt in yourself 
and you start finger pointing and 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 it's just a different mindset. If they're human all of a sudden, then then they're vulnerable. If they're the wounded animal themselves and go out like the 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 hunter instead of the hunted, then I think it can be a different look to them. Chris Stewart, Crimson Tide Sports Network on your radio. You you said they're concerned with you when you look at this Mississippi State team. What specifically stands out to you? I, I think they're they're really talented on offense, can move the ball, can get you on the on your heels. I think they have a different type look. Um, and and look, you got a coach who's doing games like this has, has built a career off of being uh, a guy who can win when people don't think that he can. Uh, he's there. That's a that's a really good football coach and a really good staff. And you got players that are understanding how he wants to play right now. And I think all those things collectively make him tough. I, I do want to go back to one other thing we we're talking about just a second ago. Richard, when you were talking about the the list of games for Alabama and losses and what they've done the week after, there's another, as you pull that, go back and check, and, and not necessarily right now, but check for me and see if I'm wrong on this one. If I'm not mistaken, since year two, not year one, but since year two under Nick Saban, he has gone into the month of November with a chance to win the national championship every year. November still in the mix. That's incredible. And I think that can be in jeopardy. I mean, obviously one more loss and you're out of it. But um, this is the, these next couple of weeks will be a challenge. I think, I think Tennessee's in a different spot physically and also mentally. And certainly Mississippi State is a team play with a lot of confidence. And I think, I think that um, to me, a, an unbelievable number. You know, what was it for years that that uh, Bobby Bowden's Florida State teams, 14, 15 straight years, finished in the top five. Right. I think still having a shot at winning it all, especially in this format in this day and age, being able to to claim that you were right there in the mix for uh, 14 consecutive years or 13 consecutive years going on 14 uh, is quite a run as well. But that's that's on the line in the next two weeks. You know, there, there, there aren't many numbers that you couldn't cherry pick where you just look at what Nick Saban has accomplished and go, wow, that, that's just incredible. Hey, I, I want to ask you a radio nerd thing real quick as we uh, we finish up. We've only got about a minute left. So there were some people it. that uh, took exception to the way Eli handled the, uh, the field goal, and I thought they kind of cherry picked the audio as opposed to really allowing him to set up the play and you hear the entire thing. Was that just ridiculous? You know, I haven't heard a lot of it, and I'll be honest. I was off headset when it occurred because I was yeah. trying to get prepared to go down to the field to be set up to do post game win or lose. Uh, so I was, uh, I'm pretty sure, and I may be wrong on this. I know I had stepped away for a moment. I didn't recall what he even said in that moment. Uh, so, so but I, I think, think basically he, he basically, set it up and, and said, the crowd will let you know the result. And then he laid out. Yeah, but like the websites clipped like the very end of his audio and just said, you know, Alabama announcer chooses not to broadcast game-winning field goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think that would be inaccurate and unfair. Uh, I, I can tell you, having done some games where there were losses in basketball, 
that I felt like the smartest thing and the best thing I can do for myself and my credibility is throw the break as quickly as possible. <laughs> and I may have done that. What is it with? And that way you can rip, snort, cuss, and fuss in a commercial break when nobody can hear you on air. Um, I'm not saying that happened. I'm simply saying that I, I don't know what he did, but he probably handled it better than I would have. I'll put it that way. Well, that's fair. Always appreciate your time. Safe travels to Starkville. Yes, Look forward to watching this one on Saturday night. Thank you, buddy. Great to talk to you. Stewart from the Crimson Tide Sports Network on the Farm Bureau phone line. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, call 601-605-4443. Just some minor delays uh, westbound at the stack 20 as well as 55 southbound exiting 220 westbound. Otherwise, things looking pretty good. Buckle up, drive safe, have a great evening. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call them at 601-353-5217. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> the new degree of comfort. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to two men in a truck, Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress, let two men in a truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Callaway's has everything you need from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Callaway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's offers landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, Gulf Seafood Outlet, your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet, seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet, Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. 
My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Every size business deserves top tier IT solutions. Visit seaspire.com slash business. To good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Place for crazy people. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. take things that won't ever happen for 500, Alex. The NFL Players Association said Tuesday it plans to request that the NFL release the remainder of the 650,000 emails reviewed as part of the investigation into workplace misconduct with the Washington football team. Yeah, no shot. Zero zero percent chance. That, that, that is not happening ever. Although, I mean, I, I guess you got to protect the owners and all that. And I, I, I know. They write the checks and all that. But don't you kind of want Dan Snyder out of your league? Like, wouldn't that be great for everybody? Washington, the, the, the city doesn't like him. The team doesn't like him. They've been awful. Been terribly run. Don't you kind of want that guy to get on out? I don't know. Maybe it sets a precedent where the other owners might have issues, but like everything about Washington is kind of a joke right now. They're called the football team. They play in the worst stadium in the NFL, and it's not that play. Have you ever been there? I haven't been there for a game, but I've been to the stadium. It was raining sewage on people in week one. It is a there was poop. Coming out of the pipes onto people. That actually happened. That's not hyperbole. Yes. I'm not That's making gross, that right? up. That's gross. Yeah. Yes. It, it yes. is a. T- I mean, I felt like I was at Legion Field, but bigger when I was walking around that stadium. That's what it right. felt like. It is a disaster. Team's and not very good. The thing is, it's not that old. Nah. I'm sorry if my buddy Craig is listening. He's a big WFT fan, but man, yeah. I mean, I don't know. What is the the corporate name of that stadium now? It's not, not FedEx, FedEx anymore because they got rid of that. Is it still FedEx Field? If only we had a device. It's still FedEx Field. It is. Uh, well, they threatened yeah. to pull all their corporate whatever. It opened in 1997, and they haven't touched it since. It is yeah, sitting I mean, like, in its same form. When you like go to games there, it's a flashback. It shouldn't degrade that quickly. What what did they build it out of? Straw? I mean, think <laughs> about the, So the Georgia Dome opened in 1992. And it lasted, what, 25 years? It was still a fine facility when it 12. went down. Maybe it lasted yeah. 30 years. Yeah. 
Well, 25, I think, was the number when it was all said and done. But it was still, like, it needed updating. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. How, how old was Turner Field? 96 Olympics? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was still a perfectly fine facility. Look at, never mind that. I mean, just look at the the west side of Mississippi, at Davis Wade Stadium, which has been there since what? 1912? Yeah, something like that. It's not decrepit. There's no, to my knowledge, no one has been pooped on there. Well, there's still time. There's that, you know, I don't, I don't know whether it happened in an egg bowl. Somebody, somebody just got out of hand, but it's not coming out of the pipes anyway. It's crazy. I mean, just everything about the Washington, everything about them is just terrible. It feels like when you watch them play, when you look at the stadium and like even down to the uniforms, it looks like. A team from any given Sunday, too. Beeman's Revenge. I, I mean, that that's what they look like. <laughs> Beeman's Revenge. I actually like the football team name, too. I think it's unique. I think it's something that's, you know... You're a soccer guy. I, 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 there is a soccer thing to it. It's just that being WFT is so close to some other things. Yeah. That I get why you would want to keep it. Quick mm-hmm. Photoshop is all you need. Uh, somebody yeah. says they're move them to London. Uh, the league they're going to start playing games in Germany now. I'm telling you, bef- when my son is my age, so when It'll he's be the 29, WFL, not the NFL. There will be NFL teams, multiple NFL teams in Europe, possibly all the way to Asia, Mexico. If you know they can get some stuff together. It will be the International Football League, not the National Football League. You can guarantee that. I wonder if it becomes a deal where you have the NFL in the United States and the GFL or the the EFL in Europe and the AFL in the Asian companies, countries. Companies is probably right. Yeah, whatever. And then you... Crown champions in all three of those, and then somehow bring the champions together for a Ooh, a true world championship. Yeah, I like where your head's at. I'll be honest with that. I, I like that. The problem is, how do you proliferate? I don't know if I said that right. The players. It's going to be tough to convince the best players in the world, who are all going to be American, to uh, yeah, go play in China unless you're just throwing some ridiculous money at them. Yeah. I mean, what if college football, college the, the college athletics model, broken as it is in the United States, kind of made its way around the world? Well, American football at the it, University of Beijing. Yeah, American football is, I mean, skyrocketing in popularity, especially in Europe right now. I mean, it's getting yeah. huge. Yeah. Maybe they start playing it. They said there used to be an NFL Europe. Yeah. It's kind of cool to watch, too. Had a lot of games where it rained. The World League of American Football back in the day. College Football Fix is next. We'll be right back. You're listening to WFMN 4 Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your street professionals at the Lone Street Foods. Online at the 
Teton County, Wyoming coroner Dr. Brent Blue today announcing the autopsy on Gabby Petito reveals she died from strangulation. He says they think she was killed three to four weeks before her body was found September 19th. He explained it took a month to do the autopsy because they were waiting for specialists to help. It was just a matter of making sure we had everything right. Gabby's fiance, Brian Laundry returned home to Florida in September after his road trip with Gabby, but his parents claim they last saw him September 13th. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. Russia is seeing a dramatic rise in coronavirus deaths. Counting 973 fatalities since yesterday, it's prompted a plea from President Putin for more people to get vaccinated. Russia's government says only around a third of the population has been inoculated. Fox's Simon Owen in London. America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the res by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. During the home invasion Monday night in Meridian, an 80-year-old woman was dragged from her bed and kidnapped. According to WTOK, the suspect forced the woman to drive him around town, then put her in the trunk. He went to a hotel and picked up two women. They heard a noise in the trunk, dropped the suspect off at a gas station, then called police. The car was found on the Meridian Community College campus. The victim was alive but suffered minor injuries. The suspect is still at large. And Monday, Governor Tate Reeves extended the state of emergency order for an additional 30 days. Originally set to end back in August, this is the third extension issued by the governor and allows for the continued flow of resources throughout the state. The governor did clarify that once again, there will be no lockdowns or statewide mandates. The extension comes as Mississippi's seven-day average of new COVID-19 cases and other indicators continue to fall. Why is agriculture so important to the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation? Well, one out of every four jobs in our state depends on agriculture, and it's a $7.35 billion industry for our state. That's a billion with a B. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. A message from professional linebacker and native Mississippian Demario Davis. Coming up in Mississippi, I learned the Mississippi way to be strong and serve one another. I remember fighting through the noise. I remember the struggle, getting stronger to support my team. That's the Mississippi way. That's why Mississippians are getting the COVID-19 vaccine, to protect ourselves and the ones we love. Learn more at msway.com. 
An endangered loggerhead sea turtle is being treated at the Mississippi Aquarium. The turtle arrived at the facility after it was rescued in Gulf Shores, Alabama, and because of its size, the Mississippi Aquarium is the only facility in the area capable of providing the proper care. Multiple hooks and other fishing gear were stuck in its flippers, shell, and mouth, and the turtle also has a severely fractured shell and visible barnacles attached to her body. And gas prices have inched up over the last few weeks. Fuel analyst Trilby Lundberg said crude oil prices went up even more. Crude oil prices went up substantially more, more than twice as much. And this implies that we may have further gasoline price increases from crude oil if crude doesn't retreat fairly quickly. Lundberg says because crude oil prices increased substantially, there could be further gas price hikes. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back and play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance, go with the home team. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Sports Talk. Sports Talk Mississippi. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Resort Studios. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, 5 o'clock hour with you on Tuesday afternoon. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. Pearl River Resort is the home of the Golden Moon, the Silver Star, Philip M's, Mama and M, Geyser Falls Water Park. Closed down for a little while with, you know, fall on the way. Dancing Rabbit decidedly not closed down. Ball golf, great time of year to visit Pearl River Resort. Visit them online at pearlriverresort.com. And don't forget about the sports book at Timeout Lounge. You can be a part of the conversation on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Meet the authority team from C Spire Business. Gain the IT expertise you need to tackle your toughest challenges and find new opportunities. Learn more at cspirebusiness.com. It's time right now for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. So, I had to get my oil changed. 
yesterday, and uh, the folks uh, at Ford dealership in Oxford at Belk were kind enough to uh, let me drive something while my oil was being changed. The tires were being rotated. Got to drive the all-new Ford Bronco. It was the two-door Sasquatch edition. That is a fun vehicle. That's a really cool vehicle. They're hard to come by, hard to find right now. But if you can find one, test drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. There's been a lot of buzz about the Bronco, the Bronco Sport, the two-door version, the four-door version. They are really, really cool, and they are built Ford tough. All right. Let's go through the lines involving SEC teams this weekend and a few notable games nationally. Arkansas, three-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Auburn Tigers. that sound about right? Yeah. I mean, it could be a little higher, and I wouldn't be too off on it. I think Arkansas will win the game. Not not. I wouldn't. I mean, when I say easily, I don't mean by like fourteen or anything like that. But I think they'll be in control most of the game. It's a big one for for Sam Pittman and Arkansas because remember last year, won a couple games early. Big story. Oh, the team plays hard for them. And they won three and seven. They beat Texas. They beat Texas A&M. Oh, great story. Arkansas. They're playing well. Great team. Get smoked by Georgia, and give up. A billion yards in points in a very close loss to Ole Miss. They mm-hmm. dropped three in a row? Didn't they have a similar feel to last year? Last year, a lot of things felt really good, and then you looked at the final record, and they were three and seven what? when it was all said and done. It's kind of a prove-it game, I think, for Arkansas. I mean, because... And I think they do, Borky. Am I think I they do, too. No, 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 not at all. Okay. I think they do. Um, they're complete. Are they the best team in the SEC? Not even close. I mean, not even close. But they can do everything better than most people can. They're a ranked team, and they deserve to be one. I think they'll prove it this weekend, but they need to. This is kind of a prove-it game. Uh, it's a huge one, I think, for them. And I hate the hindsight stuff that people do. Uh, with all Arkansas, Now we know Arkansas is not that good anymore. They gave up 89 points in two weeks, like, like I said yesterday. The most talented team in America and the best quarterback in America are the last two teams they played the last couple of weeks. Auburn is decidedly not anywhere close to the most talented team in America, and Bo Nix is teetering on getting benched. Except I don't think you can do that now. It's probably too late. And uh, our friends over at the next round will have very awkward interviews for the next few weeks if Bo Nix does get benched considering their NIL deal. But Yeah. But the way T.J. Findlay handled that a couple of weeks ago, yeah, he, I think that makes done. it almost impossible to go down that road. You can't play him again, but he is who he is. And so, big game for Arkansas. Interesting game, all that. So, Florida is a 10-point favorite at LSU. Hey, Dad told you earlier today that he thinks this is one of those games that could get out of hand. That if LSU truly quits, you could see Florida win this game. What would you say, 49-nothing? Yeah. I mean, that might be a little aggressive, but doesn't this go one of two ways? This is either a really close game or it just is blowout city. Right. Like like Florida winning 
35-24, like that's not a score that I would pick for this game. Right? I mean, I could see like a 24-17 win for Florida if LSU kind of goes all Custer's last stand on the Gators. But I also could see, you know, what you're alluding to, a 38-3, a 38-10, just never in it, crushing defeat at home. They'll get booed in the first quarter by the 45,000 people that are there. You may be right. Not the first time that would happen this season either. A&M, an 8.5-point favorite at Mizzou. Feel, hey, you said feel, earlier you, you wouldn't be surprised at all if Missouri covered. Yeah, just like it's eight and a half, so you know, thirty-five twenty-seven, something like that. Why not? I'll tell you why not. All right. Because Missouri is the one hundred thirtieth out of one hundred thirty teams in America ranked team in terms of rushing defense. They are giving up 287.2 yards per game. They are 129 out of 130 in total defense, giving up 497.8 per game, and they are 122 in scoring defense. That's why. I don't see anything other than a blowout here. All right. We'll so look, when when you start painting with a big old brush and speaking in absolutes, you set yourself up to really look like a moron on Monday. So I'll go ahead and raise my hand and say that possibility is out there. I just don't see it. Just don't see a close game. But we'll see. See how big of an Alabama hangover there is for Texas A&M. Because really they can go two ways, right? You can have what you alluded to earlier LSU knocking off number one Florida and then coming and losing to Ole Miss in Oxford. Was that 1997? Yeah. I think that's what we're talking about. Or you can have Ole Miss beats Alabama and then turns around and plays maybe its most complete game of the season on the road against Texas A&M the following week. How locked in are they? We'll see. Georgia 23-and-a-half. Big number against Kentucky. 38-14 cover. Yeah, it's something like that sounds right. Yeah. 35-3. I mean, I don't think that they're getting much more than 10. I'll put it that way. Georgia leads the country. They are giving up five and a half points per game. They gave up a pick six to UAB. They gave up a garbage time offensive touchdown to South Carolina. And they gave up a touchdown to Tank's Big, Tank Bigsby and Auburn. That's it. That's it. Mixed in there, they've also got a shutout of Arkansas. A field goal allowed against Clemson. They're stupid good defensively. South Carolina is an 18-and-a-half-point favorite against Vanderbilt. Don't care, won't watch. <laughs> and certainly won't gamble on it. Yeah, zero, No shot whatsoever. It, this 
possibly including non-conferences, but definitely in conference play, will by far be the worst game played this year, but you could even extend it on to non-conference games. These are two terrible football teams. South Carolina plays hard. They are so bad in so many different positions, so talent-depleted. Quarterback plays just atrocious. They are awful. And Vanderbilt struggled to beat UConn, who lost to UMass last weekend. Hypothetical question real quick, coming on the C Spire text line. If Georgia and Iowa played this weekend, what would the line be? I said 17 and a half. I said 15. Something like that. Iowa is last in the Big Ten in most every offensive category. But they lead the Big Ten in punts. That's true. Yeah. Also, punter. I would take Vandy to cover, by the way. Ooh. <laughs> Iowa is going to be this year's Michigan State. They're going to get I, to the playoff, and they're going to play destroyed. Georgia and get steamrolled, probably in New Orleans. All right, we'll talk about Alabama, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Tennessee, and some other games of national interest when we come back. And we will also take a look at some numbers involving SEC teams. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443. Well, just seeing the uh, typical delays, 20 westbound at the stack just past Gallatin. Also starting to see uh, delays 55 southbound right through the waterworks and down to about High Street. Otherwise, things looking fairly decent. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, and apply for low-interest signature loans at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Encella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. game day, Ole Miss leaves it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you any day of the week. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150 and Ole Miss, built for greatness. Visit your Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. 
The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi. I mean, it's it's funny in that a couple weeks ago I would have said if you get that somehow jump all over Alabama, but at the same time, I mean, right now if you said make a pick, thirty five fourteen Alabama, something like that, thirty eight seventeen maybe. I mean, I feel like both that would those be recovers right. Both of those are covers, but at the same time, state would be going from you know a hundred and fifty yards of total offense to seventeen points. I feel like you'd be okay if you're a state. So, I think Alabama will cover that that number. Borky? Yeah, we'll see if the whole pissed-off Alabama narrative is real. Ooh, he said a bad word. (laughs) I mean, 34-17 is a push. Yeah. I expect a heavy dose of running the dang ball because Bill O'Brien... In the red zone, I actually have the stats saved. I didn't put it in the notes. You guys don't necessarily read those anyway, but... Um, it's not true. <laughs> Let me see. Okay. For ten, me, it's not true. Ten plays inside the 15-yard line, Alabama ran. Ten plays inside the 15-yard line, Alabama threw on eight of them. They didn't have a single rushing attempt inside the 15-yard line after the two-yard attempt from Robinson with 14 to go in the second quarter. So from 14 to go in the second quarter on for the rest of the game, they did not run the football inside of the 15-yard line. If you remember, that make no sense. Nope. Ended an interception, one of those drives. Hey, honestly, the Heisman's not important right now. But Bryce Young being atop of that's a joke after the way he played on Saturday. He was objectively bad. His yards are only there because of volume. He kind of played them out of that game. It's a big ask for a guy making his it's his first year as a starter. It's a redshirt freshman. But 
He was bad. Objectively bad on Saturday. Yeah. And look, Zach Arnett's defense can be confusing. And it can frustrate you. And they got some dudes that are making plays. Jason says, I think if State scores 17, it'll be because Alabama is kicking off every eight seconds. Now, look, if the. Like we said yesterday, it bears repeating, and it's kind of going to kind of be the thing all week. The goal should be, the expectation should be looking like you belong on the field. That is a, a, a progression from COVID year one to year two. Because last year, they did not belong on the field with Alabama. With all due respect, they didn't. That's the next step. That's not a lie. Moving the football, protecting Rodgers. Just looking just make it like look like belong. a normal football game. Yeah. Like you like it's not you're you're not an FCS team playing them. I mean, that's what you looked like a year ago, and honestly, the year before that as well. And you know, in twenty eighteen you didn't even score. And then in twenty uh sixteen you lost, I think, fifty five to three. In twenty fifteen with Dak Prescott, you lost thirty one to six. You know, make it a game for a change. Yeah. Somebody says everything y'all just said was said before the Aggies game. Just saying, understand that, but you got to remember this is. Uh, you have watched Alabama play since Nick Saban took over. You really think they're going to lay a stinker two weeks in a row? Because we've got well over a decade of sample size that says they will not do that. Yeah. They played as bad as an Alabama team has played that I've seen, really. I mean, they were bad on the lines of scrimmage. Good receivers had drops. In-game management wasn't great. Bryce Young, as I said, wasn't good. Special teams at Alabama gave up a touchdown? What happens if Nick Saban yells at Bill O'Brien the way that he used to yell at Lane Kiffin? I mean, if Bill O'Brien likes working at the University of Alabama, he'll sit there and take it like Lane Kiffin did. Isn't he up in the booth? He is, isn't he? Yeah. I think that changes it. That I don't know. It. It's, that's an interesting dynamic. I'd love to know more about that. I mean, can you really treat, with all due respect to Lane Kiffin... Can you really treat a guy that was just head coach and GM of an NFL team the same way you treated Lane Kiffin? No. I, I think no, but I think Nick Saban might. Hey, there's a reason Bill O'Brien's there, isn't there? Yeah. Nick Saban would probably say that is past tense. You, you were a coach of an NFL team, and if you had done a good enough job there, you wouldn't be here now. So I'll talk to you anyway. I please. Thank you very much. I don't know. All right, Ole Miss, three-point favorite in Knoxville against the Vols. They are checkering Neyland for the fifth time in program history. For whatever that's worth. Yeah, it will be a cool scene. Night game. High of 66 on Saturday with rain showers in the morning and then cloudy for the rest of the day. I think the overnight low is 46. Oh. 
to be fantastic. So good. So good. So with this one, I feel like there's not there's not a lot of middle ground. I think either Ole Miss is going to win relatively easily or they're just going to lose. I don't know that if it goes back and forth like like the Arkansas game again. No, I think if that's the case, that would be an Ole Miss loss. Why? Because I think Tennessee's a little better offensively than Arkansas. They can make they can take more advantage. They run so damn fast. I used to think Ole Miss is fast, and Tennessee gets to the line, and it's and it's at Tennessee. It's on the road, so tempo wise, it's the two fastest teams in terms of how quick. I mean, you you it, legitimately at the level six is it six thirty kick? Yeah, seven thirty. You should be you should be out of the stadium by nine fifteen. Later on in the week, oh, we'll, we'll look at it deeper. Look Dude, at, what? Should be out of the stadium by nine fifteen. Those two teams. Dude, are just teams gonna... that play fast have games that last forever. Nah, it's teams, teams that play are... slow where the games go it's... fast. Who plays slow? Mississippi State. Those Army. games take forever. Army. Ah, that's a good example. We'll do it more later in the week. I'm sure going closer to the game. But look at Tennessee after the first quarter. Working theory here. They are not physically equipped to run their tempo for four quarters. They did it even in the Pittsburgh game. Remember, they got beat by Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was better than them. Not in the first quarter, they weren't. Look at what they did to Missouri in the first quarter. Look what they did to South Carolina in the first quarter. Florida. But something... I mean, they got out of the blocks. When you watch them play, as the game goes on, they get worse. They wear down. It's crazy. I know it sounds crazy. I can't quantify it other than just score. But it's Missouri and South Carolina. They were so far ahead. Maybe they, you know, the score is indicative of them taking their foot off the gas. But when you watch them operate after the first quarter or so, they look like they wore themselves out. Yeah, twenty-eight zip, twenty-eight zip. Last two games after one quarter. And South Carolina won the last three quarters. Doesn't matter because the first quarter counts, but they, they did that in a loss to Pittsburgh. They played well early against Florida, and it looked like they wore themselves out. I, I think physically Tennessee is not equipped yet to run the tempo that they do because they do not look in second halves sense. the same way they do when they come out of the gate. They clearly are coached well and they're game-planned well. I don't think they have the athletes yet to run their offense to maximum efficiency yet. Bobby and Bates will says 1,500 yards in the Ole Miss-Tennessee game total offense. That's a lot. I don't know about that. That's a lot. I mean, Hooker's a nice player. Uh, good somebody runner. getting 800. They got a couple of good backs. I think... Up front, Tennessee does not present the same challenge that Alabama and even Arkansas do to Ole Miss. Up front. Uh, on the other side, if Ole Miss had that much success running and, and throwing everything against Arkansas, they should be able to do it just as much against Tennessee. I think Tennessee's front six is not anywhere close to what they've seen the last couple of weeks. It's two very similar styles, honestly. Two very the similar offensive teams. styles are very similar. Tennessee defensively is going to give you more even front looks, whereas with Arkansas last week it was that three-man front. And you know, you you talk about being able to throw against a drop eight zone. Think about how Ole Miss had its passing yards last week. There were some patient throws, but they ran the heck out of the football, and then they took some shots. There were some blown coverages and deadly accuracy 
or deadly accuracy in the downfield passing game. Matt Corral made Arkansas pay every single time they blew a coverage. Sports Talk Mississippi, we'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 88. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 68. Your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 89. Wednesday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 68. And for your Thursday, beautiful day on tap, partly sunny conditions, high near 88. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in, in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they all are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. <laughs> I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. During a home invasion Monday night in Meridian, an 80-year-old woman was dragged from her bed and kidnapped. According to WTOK, the suspect forced the woman to drive him around town, then put her in the trunk. He went to a hotel and picked up two women. 
They heard a noise in the trunk, dropped the suspect off at a gas station, then called police. The car was found on the Meridian Community College campus. The victim was alive but suffered minor injuries. The suspect is still at large. And Monday, Governor Tate Reeves extended the state of emergency order for an additional 30 days. Originally set to end back in August, this is the third extension issued by the governor and allows for the continued flow of resources throughout the state. The governor did clarify that once again, there will be no lockdowns or statewide mandates. The extension comes as Mississippi's seven-day average of new COVID-19 cases and other indicators continue to fall. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo. Every single morning from 6 to 9. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. Mississippi. Sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. You know I love sports. On Super Talk Mississippi. Astros trying to close out the series. That game's on FS1 over on TBS. couple of outs, but runners on first and second for Milwaukee. The Braves and the Brew Crew are scoreless. 8.07 tonight on TBS for San Fran and the Dodgers. Giants trying to close out the series up two games to one. There you go. Um... A couple of games of note nationally, or lines of interest perhaps nationally. Cincinnati, almost a three-touchdown favorite over UCF. They're favored by 20.5 at home. Indiana is a home underdog to Michigan State, who is still undefeated and has a Heisman Trophy candidate. K-9, I believe is the nickname. Yeah. Number nine, the running back for Michigan State. Texas favored at home against Oklahoma State, who is undefeated on the year. Undefeated Iowa, an 11.5-point favorite at home against Purdue. And Oklahoma, a 12-point favorite at home against TCU. TCU coming off a beatdown of Texas Tech out on the plains of West Texas in Lubbock last weekend. I don't like to think of TCU. Might be a decent underplay with uh, 
Purdue and Iowa. What's the number? Doesn't, Doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 40. They can't score, man. They, they wouldn't be in the position they were in if Clifford doesn't get hurt. I mean, you know, you got to win the game, and him getting hurt doesn't change the fact that Penn State lost that game. They did, but we're going to get Michigan State out of Iowa because they don't play anybody else left. Maybe Ohio State will run them off the field in the Big Ten Championship. That's where we're headed. You know what's going to be really unfortunate? Is at the end of this season, after all the fun and chaos we've had, the playoff still ends up being Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, Oklahoma. <laughs> I just feel like that's not going to happen. I feel like we're going to get something. They'll leave Cincinnati out, and then finally people will stop the charade of playoff expansion. Hmm. That'd be a bit of a bummer, but at least the uh, the journey was fun. Yeah, that's how it ends up. The Access Bowls, the New Year's Six Bowls, could be really fun this year. That's where you have the potential for a lot of different new teams. Because I mean, as we and, sit here right now, and some cool K- matchups. You know, yeah, as we sit here right now, Kentucky is on a collision course for one of those bowls. Ole Miss. Is, is on a collision course for one of those bowls, I think. So you got those two teams from the SEC instead of LSU and Florida. You know, obviously Georgia and Alabama will be where they are. And then, you know, is that where Cincinnati ends up or do they make the playoff? You know, what's what's your matchup? I mean, what's Ole Miss Cincinnati look like if you get that matchup? Great defense versus a great offense. That's, a, that's an exciting matchup to me. This sounds like such an elitist take. Mm-hmm. And and forgive me for it because Georgia Cincinnati was a great game last year. Mm-hmm. If you get to a New Year's Six Bowl, you don't want to play Cincinnati. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you want to play. You know, another power power. Yeah, team. you want to play Southern Cal well, or you'll play Ole Miss Ohio hey, State. Cincinnati's like a Big that. Twelve team now. You jerk. That's that's a good point. God, they will be. Sure. They will be. Did y'all did y'all see? I, th- I forget the name of the show. It's the one with Spencer Hall on it. They're running a countdown clock till Texas and Oklahoma join the SEC. It's at like thirty three thousand hours right now. <laughs> no. I thought that was hilarious. That's just fantastic no. work. I can't watch that show. I'm sorry. I don't. Just, I don't. It's just impossible. Is it? There's something wrong. I, I haven't seen it. I just saw the. It's uh, just terrible. Oh, it, well, talking out loud or thinking out loud yeah. or whatever. I, that show started with Greg McElroy and Marcus Spears. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, they keep changing yeah. it. All right, perhaps some numbers of interest. These are national ranks for offensive and defensive categories for SEC teams. Florida is third nationally in rushing offense and 10th nationally in total offense, 273.7 yards per game on the ground, 504 total per game. Pretty good numbers there. They're also top 10 in scoring defense, giving up 15.5, and yet they have two losses. Missouri? Oh, oh, hold on a second. LSU. 
LSU is 127th out of 130 teams in rushing offense, averaging 83 yards per game. That's mind-boggling. I mean, just mind-boggling. Missouri is dead last nationally in rushing defense, and they're facing a Texas A&M offense that's averaging 155 or so yards per game on the ground. Man, if I'm Isaiah Spiller, hopefully he's healthy. Or, hey Shane, don't you know those guys are licking their chops to run against the Missouri defense? No doubt. Georgia, fourth nationally in rushing defense, 64.2 yards a game. First nationally in passing defense, 137. They lead the country in total defense, 201.2. Lead the nation in scoring defense, 5.5 points per game. That's crazy. What about this Alabama-Mississippi State matchup? Alabama is sixth nationally in scoring offense at a little better than 44 points per game, but outside of that, just kind of falling in the average category. 69th in rushing offense, 17th in passing offense, 20th in total offense, 25th rushing defense, 34th passing defense, 16th total defense. And all of those numbers are good, but they're just not blow-you-away good. Mississippi State, fifth in the country in passing offense. 372.4 yards per game. I'd see the day. Feels a little uh, out of character, doesn't it? It, it just doesn't make sense. doesn't make sense. Also, Mississippi State, top ten nationally in rush defense. They're giving up only 89 yards per game. Ole Miss, Tennessee. Rebels are fifth in the country in rushing offense, second in the country in total offense at 561.2 yards per game, fourth nationally in scoring offense. Tennessee is top ten in running the ball, seventh. They're seventh in scoring offense at 41.5 points per game. There are a lot of offensive numbers that are kind of eye-popping between those two teams. Not to mention the tempo that we've talked about earlier. You know, normally you think about you, you have one team that likes to play really fast and the other that doesn't, and you usually end up with a fairly lopsided time of possession. Is this a game where both teams run 80 plays and are right around 30 minutes time of possession because of what they try to do and like to do offensively? Should be very balanced, I think. Should be. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I, I wish I could watch that game. Obviously, I'll be, I'll be in Starkville. I'll be at the, uh, the game there. But I, I think that's going to be a really good football. I think, you know, if, especially for the unbiased uh, observer, you know, somebody who has no dog in the fight, so to speak, Arkansas and Ole Miss was a fantastic football game. I think this will be one as well. I think most signs point to that. Yeah. Pretty good get there for SEC Network on Saturday night. Yeah. Expecting, if not a sellout, very close to it. Under the lights, 
It'll feel like college football in the fall. First trip to Ole Miss, uh, for Ole Miss to Knoxville since 2010. Stop me officially sold before, the game out. That. First it is officially time, sold out. Officially sold out. First time since 2017. Now, you can probably assume a that bad teams in a COVID year make that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have a feeling not all 102,000 are going to show up when you've got teams that have never sold their games out and and really. You know, have this final push to sell them tickets went into hands of non-passionate fans that may or may not try to sell them online or show up at all. It's usually kind of how that goes. Like when Nebraska, remember they have this goofy little sellout streak that they're preserving, and a booster bought up all the remaining tickets to keep the sellout streak alive. They didn't fill the place up. Cheapest ticket on the secondary market for Ole Miss Tennessee at this point is one hundred and forty-seven dollars. That'll change. Ooh. How about cheapest for Kentucky, Georgia? 203. That will not. What is it for uh, Vandy in South Carolina? Uh please come. Please. $31. Please wait, where are you going? Please? Ooh, 31. That's that's yeah. a little pricey. 47 for Alabama and Mississippi State. Huh. That's uh, those are vivid seats prices. We can check StubHub as well if we need to. One more segment with you on the other side of this timeout. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. For the most part, looking pretty good. Typical delays on the stack. 55 southbound merging to 20 westbound. Backed up, it starts to pick up uh, once you get past Gallatin. Elsewhere, no other major problems so far. Buckle up and drive safe. Have a great evening. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serve the Metro since 1946. Call them at 601-353-5217. Who said food? Who said rides? Who said free parking? I say Yazoo County Fair. The most beloved tradition of Yazoo is back. The Yazoo County Fair is celebrating its 93rd fair with a whole week of entertainment and fun. From October 15th through October 23rd, enjoy all rides for one price. Plus, arts and crafts, local canyon exhibits, petting zoo, and other fair favorites included in your general admission. Parking is free, so we hope to see you at Hugh J. McGraw Drive. Find all the details on Facebook or go to visityazoo.org. This is Dennis Stevens. Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. We have the deal. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? We have the deal. That's right. Ridgeland Mitsubishi has the deals because we are your pre-owned headquarters. We have cars, SUVs, crossovers, and more all waiting for you. And boy, do we have trucks. 
two-wheel drive, four-by-four, diesel, every brand, every size, and in stock. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hardtops, Softtops, Lifted, and Kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. What does all this mean to you? Since we've got an amazing selection of pre-owned vehicles, we're sure to have something for every buyer and every budget. Plus, get a free 40-inch TV on us. Credit problems not at Richland Mitsubishi. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Want to trade? Bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Okay, now you're just wasting time. Get to your pre-owned HQ, because we have the deal. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See dealer for details with proof. Pediatric care is more than treating a child when they are sick. It is a health care journey from infancy to adolescence. Dr. Catherine Philippi, pediatrician at Trust Care Kids in Madison. We build lasting relationships with parents based on trust. From pediatric primary care and well child checkups to after-hours visits, our specialists provide quality care, usually within an hour, so that your child will feel better faster. To schedule an appointment, visit TrustCareHealth.com and click Trust Care Kids. Trust Care. Feel better faster. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go, let's go, let's go. This is your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. against the White Sox. They won 10 to 1. Houston is headed to the American League Championship Series. Got the Braves and the Milwaukee Brewers. They're headed to the bottom of the 4th inning. Milwaukee has taken a 2-0 lead trying to force a game 5 in that series. San Francisco and the Dodgers coming up tonight 807 first pitch. Winner of that series meets Braves Milwaukee winner, and Houston will now play Boston, who closed out Tampa Bay last night. So the Boston Red Sox are in the ALCS. College football coming. Sorry, what? I having to say that. You okay? I'm okay. All right. Wonder what creative way Altuve figured out uh, curveball or fastball this year. 
Bang, the bang, Astros bang against Joey Cora, baby. I, I've seen some baseball media, like, and they're the stuffiest group of media people, say things like, White Sox fans today had signs in the outfield that said cheaters. Oh, everybody just needs to move on. It's a stain on baseball. No, the stain on baseball is not punishing any of the players for blatantly cheating and you catching them do it. Uh, when people see a, a malpractice of justice, they're going to take it upon themselves to carry that out. <laughs> Malfeasance, even. If White Sox fans didn't have cheater signs in the outfield, I would be disappointed in them. Altuve got hit today, and the crowd went nuts. Good, he cheated. He had a buzzer on. He knew when a, a fastball or a breaking ball was coming. He cheated, and nobody did anything about it. So for however long this lasts, it's all justified, and Major League Baseball is the only entity that's at fault here. Not fans that are three and a half beers deep and a couple of hot dogs in in the outfield holding up signs. It's not their fault. In the absence of true justice, Michael Borky is an advocate of vigilante justice. Yes! Somebody's got to do it. If it's not going to be the league, it's got to be the fans. Let Altuve know that he's a cheater. Great baseball player, also a cheater. Sunbelt, Funbelt, Cajun Field tonight in Lafayette, App State, and Louisiana. The Mountaineers and the Raging Cajuns. Appy State is a four-and-a-half-point favorite, total 57-and-a-half. Chase Bryce, the former Clemson quarterback, quarterback at uh, Appalachian State. Is it Levi Lewis that's the quarterback at uh, Louisiana? Is that right? Sound right? You're just going to trust me on that. Where is, so when you watch tonight, you watch Billy Napier coach, and if they win, they should be ranked again. They're 4-1. and one. Their only loss is at Texas. Yeah, Levi Lewis. Where is Billy Napier coaching football next season? It could be Lafayette. Could be. That's definitely an option. <laughs> I, 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 I'm I was starting say... to wonder if he's, if he's sort of put himself behind the eight ball. Like, LSU, they're going to have better options than Billy Napier. USC, better options. Miami, better options. Will they? That could be one, but my goodness, if you're Napier, like, like, I mean, you turn down SEC jobs. Now you're going to go to Miami? Maybe I was right all along. Maybe he's happy in Lafayette, and he can stay there as long as he wants, and he's making great money. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe he overplayed his hand. Yeah, let me uh, let me find somebody to offer you triple your salary and you tell them no. Probably depends on where it is. Does it? Triple? Yeah, yeah you're probably right. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. That would interest mean, you tonight? You watched that? ESPN 2? Leads you into Dodgers-Giants? About say, what time does it start? Yeah, it depends on when it. I'll catch as much of it as I can. Uh, I got. I got to do the podcast after the show, but after that, yeah. Okay. Back to back nights of staying up late for you, hey Dad. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you sleep till noon anyway, so it'll be okay. There he goes. There he goes. There he goes. I was. I should have called you. Uh, I guess it was Sunday morning when I was up at four forty-five in the morning. Getting ready to go to the airport, which would have been 3.45 your time. I should have just called you and been like, what are you doing? Get out of bed. 
I would not have been awake. Well, you would have had a voicemail then. Yeah. I bet that was tough for you getting up at 4 o'clock on Sunday morning. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't pleasant. I caught, a little, I caught a nap on the plane, though, so I felt all right. There you go. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon. Tomorrow, Bob Kessling, the radio play-by-play voice of the Tennessee Vols, will join us in the 4 o'clock hour. We will have more on Mississippi State and Alabama, more on Tennessee and Ole Miss. Probably let you hear from Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach tomorrow afternoon as well. And a whole lot more. Thanks for being with us. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. From the Pearl River Resort Studios, have a great night. Oh, it's incredible! A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.